Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Really to be a little pontificate about different large events. Don't, and don't what? ever say pontificate. Don't what? Don't, <laughs> now that we're saying we're writers, I'll pontificate, proliferate, pretentious, <laughs> pally, poignant, point, point, just these P words. P words are so pretentious. <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? All right, anyways, what were you saying about your uh, your P word? I can't. Uh, I have a. I have difficulty. <laughs> I have Did difficulty I just bully you on a word? I'm so sorry. everybody and welcome back to Tudor Ramble episode 47 and I am your host Austin this is your other host Richard this is a very peculiar and very different and very vulnerable video for me so we kind of just threw this idea out there and it stuck on the wall and we went with it is uh, we're we're part of a writing group and one week in the writing group we I was given this prompt I don't think we were there that week but there's a prompt and this podcast, I'm going to be sharing a two-page, really short, short story based on the prompt and get Richard's reaction, see what you all at home think, and just share a bit of my writing. And uh, Why not? Yeah, why and not? If they like this kind of stuff, I'd love to hear a story from you. Uh, and so please yeah, comment below. Exactly. And be so fun. Please, if you guys like this kind of style, this new form of content we're trying out, let us know because Richard will do something as well. Yep. Right? Also, uh... Be sure to check out our Patreon if yes. you want to continue supporting us, uh, doing uh, book club, our movie watch party, and possibly maybe some writing stuff in the future like this. Absolutely. So there's going to, yeah, I guess we're just going to start with Let's this. Let's go so right into it. This was the prompt. It was, your character has to walk into a magical forest. Okay? Okay. So that's the prompt. And here's the little short story I wrote. The world has seen the likes of many great men. Sam was not one of them. Sam was neither great, nor was she a man. Well, technically, she wasn't a she, either. Sam was a tree. You see, Sam was a kind tree. The kindest, if you asked her. She let the nymphs nuzzle on her soft red velvety bark. She allowed centaurs to graze upon her delicious huckleberries that bloomed from her leaves in the winter. She even allowed the ogres to sleep by her trunk. No tree in the forest let the ogre so close to their precious sap. But Sam did, because Sam was a kind tree. But remember, she wasn't a great tree. Great trees grew tall and spread wide. Great trees protected little critters from the many suns. Great trees sheltered fairies from the violent winds. Sam couldn't be a great tree. Sure, 
She was nuzzled by nymphs and grazed by centaurs. Sure, even the ogres were thankful for her shade, while the other trees denied them. But that didn't make Sam great. That made her kind. A great tree could be nuzzled by hundreds, grazed by thousands, and have enough ogres underneath their canopy to fill a lake. All trees were that large. But Sam was not. Sam was a pebble surrounded by mountains. Those mountains grew tall with trunks the width of cities and leaves the lengths of elephants. But Sam? She was different. Sure, she could fit a nymph or two, a centaur or four, or maybe a pair of ogres, but her trunk? It was the size of a pond, her leaves barely the size of a head. If it wasn't for her parents, whose trunks stood miles beside her and canopies completely covered her, she would be dead. But her lovely parents kept the area where she stood lit by the sun, an endless force of darkness, but she was the light. So, no, Sam was not great. She could never be great. But then, Billy arrived. Sam had heard of these humans before. She thought it to be a rumor, but no, there he was, Billy. She knew it was his name because of her magical connection to the world. Or maybe it was the fact that the kid said, Hi, my name's Billy, when he arrived. Regardless, she was aghast to see one of these humans in real life. Billy had the beauty of a nymph, the dexterity of a centaur, and the rotten stench of an ogre. Though she didn't mention that to Billy. What's your name? Billy asked. Sam shook her leaves in response, a sign of caution. Sam would not be swayed by this majestic human. She had heard all the rumors, including the ones of these humans burning the land, torching her kin, and, worst of all, stealing their precious sap. It's okay, Billy said. I don't bite. A trickster he was. That must be it. After all, Sam was small and not so great. That's why the human must have came to her. Sam caused her roots to ripple, knocking the little boy onto his back. Billy giggled. Curses. Ha! Huh, that was fun. Billy stood up and brushed the dirt off of his little blue jeans. Again! Again! Curses. Billy taunted her majesticness. She needed to show him her true power. Sam shook her branches, causing several of her leaves to fall onto Billy, including her special leaves. Billy, of course, pranced around the leaves as if they were harmless snowflakes. How did that fail? Sam thought. When her special leaves fell to the ground, an awful aroma plagued the forest for miles. No nymph or centaur, ogre or fairy could survive such a stench. But Billy, he thrived in it. Billy nudged up to her trunk and hugged her. Sam reverberated the ground in response. Ooh, ah, Billy smiled. Billy even survived her greatest defense. It was useless. No wonder the humans were able to terrorize her kin. Sam was hopeless, defeated. She surrendered. Mr. Billy, Sam spoke. Please don't take my sap. I'm a kind tree, I swear it. Billy, still hugging her looked baffled. Miss Tree, I don't want your sap. You don't? No, silly. Then why have you come? Billy sat down onto the grass. He looked up with a twinkle in his eyes. Well, for a magical forest, this sure hasn't been all too fun. He twirled around in the grass as he spoke. The trees are so large, the branches so high and mighty, there's nowhere to play. Billy looked down and frowned, but quickly looked back up again with a grin. But that was until I found you. You're awesome. A few of Sam's leaves dropped uncontrollably. Her trunk shuddered. You think I'm awesome? Billy started climbing Sam, using all of her branches. 
all of her perfect branches perfectly within reach. Yeah! Billy giggled as he finally made it to the top. He rested on a nook between the branches. I think you're great. Story over. Hmm. So what do you think? This is a very, very new <laughs> content. That was, that was strange reading and not really opening, really opening yourself up, <laughs> opening myself up. So yeah, that's the, that's a short story that we did in one of the writing groups. So okay, a story about a talking tree and a boy named Billy. I wonder how many like intended euphemisms were there for the tree named Sam, the female tree named Sam. And I'm, that was the thing I was actually, about. actually none. Did I, did I okay. put, <laughs> was that bad? No, I, I was just thinking about all like he uh this the tree named Sam didn't want Billy to steal her precious sap. I I just thought <laughs> sap was something that was part. I of, don't know. You know what? That's where our minds go because that to me was world building. I'm like, oh, the sap's precious, and I'm create I'm trying to create this little world. See, and... but that's the my question was like, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. That was the first thing, <laughs> and then crawling using every one of her limbs and branches. I was just like. It w- it was weird. None of that was intended. See, this is maybe my problem. Yeah. Amphomorphizing amp- a tree. And that's probably not what it should be doing. No, no, it was just it was just supposed to be a like a fairy tale type story. Yeah, yeah, a little thing. But that no, with the leaves dropping and yeah, the yeah. bent, and that's clearly kind of a mystical thing. Yeah, I was trying to add like the leaves have a little magical power and mm-hmm. something like that. But okay, okay, that was interesting to to talk for like. I don't know however long that was without anything from you, but the short story wise, I mean, what'd you think of the story? I thought it was definitely interesting. What I would have added was a more hint of humans in the beginning Ah. because it definitely felt like two separate stories and it felt too separated where the tree and kind of the difference of the great tree and then Sam. And then the human kind of popped in at the end. I think it would have been interesting okay. to hint at the humans' interactions with the other fairies and the trees in the beginning. And hint I at see. their danger. And I then see, go to Billy. Okay. So hint at humans with the centaurs and the ogres and whatnot. And then Mainly Billy hint at the danger in. that the uh, humans have and that Sam doesn't know. Okay. Like, Sam's heard the rumors, but say that stuff in the beginning. So then when Billy comes... It's been set up that humans are dangerous. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay. Because instead it was Billy showed up and then, oh, you find out humans are dangerous. I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, nice. Now, what do we think? It, short stories in general. I mean, the, this these kind of writing prompts in the writer's group that we would do, we would all split into groups, write the story, and then share them with each other. This is obviously the very the shorter form of like a novella or a shorter story, even episodes that are only 15 minutes long and are all self-contained, the story's done and you don't have to read further and you can, you can digest it all without having to click on the next episode. There's something special about it, you know? Well, the great thing about art is art requires boundaries. Yeah. Uh, any, any kind of art, art form that doesn't, that there's no boundaries to it, that it's endless. Typically, sucks 
That's why most. Why, why'd sitcoms... you look at me and say sucks like that? <laughs> you, you, you emphasize, you know, sucks. Like you said it so loud. <laughs> like you, I think you lowered yourself into the mic and stared at me when you said that. That was, that was pure. All right, go on. But it just makes me think of limitless. Limitless art normally sucks. Okay. But when you put boundaries on it, when you have a clear, clear guidelines and rules and hard limitations, it normally fosters really great creativity. So that's why I really love uh, Emperor Soul. I would consider Discworld. A lot of them are more short story, not short stories, but short, short books. Shorter stories, right? Shorter yeah, stories. Yeah, 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 I see what you're saying. And they have to be fairly self-contained. Yeah. I think it, it just leads to a more cohesive thought. So often writers who are writing a series can write, mainly get most of the big points done, but they have a couple ideas that are not fully formed yet, but yeah. they just throw them in there because like, hey, I'm going to hand to that in book two or book three. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to throw it in there. So like even Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time in the first book, He's playing with some ideas. There's some stuff in there that he later had to kind of retcon, go back, and rechange. But he was playing with some ideas. They weren't fully formed. Mm. Where something like a, a single single book, a single short story, everything has to be a completed, well-thought-out uh, plot point or anything. Right, right. And you get so much time to refine a shorter story so it can come out that much better. So... Like you say, yeah. with the shorter books, you've said this in past videos, I, I really agree with, if you, let's say your whole story is a paragraph, mm -hmm. every word's going to be so particular, and you could refine each and every single word, so that's the perfect paragraph. Whereas yeah. then when you, the longer you get, and the more drawn out, the harder it is to make everything as best as it could be, obviously, yeah. right? So it, it's one of the, it's one of the reasons why I look at Name of the Wind, mm -hmm. the one positive I can say about the book is it is polished like a short story, mm. like just prose wise. It's and that good. Prose wise, definitely. Yeah. It's it's polished like it was maybe fifty pages, a fifty right. page story. That's how well it's polished. Wow. And so that's why it's impressive. Yeah. Where something like, um, oh, I'm trying to think. I think of one of the. Other short stories like uh, 1984. Yeah, it's a fairly short, short book. Is it that short? I don't think. I haven't read it. Long. I haven't read it since. I think it's maybe school. only 200 pages. Okay. Two 250. It can be well polished. Mm. Where a Sanderson book, Stormlight, is like 400 thousand words. You're not going to polish that. I'm now curious. 1984 page count. Let's see if you were right. 328. A little longer. A little thought, longer yeah. still. I mean, compared to fantasy books, right? Yeah. Fantasy is particular that a lot of fantasy books are very lengthy. Yeah. So it's a, it's, and they kind of have to be because you're creating a new world. So you need all that extra page count to get the person involved in the magic, the world, the new storyline going on. So there's an extra element. Also, fantasy writers, I think, have a, have a level of, uh, when, when you're talking about your world and this thing that's in your head, you can go and on and on and on and keep saying the cool stuff you got you got to put down on on the page. So mm -hmm. when Sanderson's going on for four hundred thousand words, I'm I'm here for it. I'm <laughs> I'm very much here for it. Do you do you think there's any flaw to a, having just a short story? Are there any negatives to it? 
No, I I actually don't think there's any negatives to it. Wow. It, it depends Zero. on exe- depends on execution. Hmm. I mean, if you're trying to do an epic fantasy in a short story, it depends on your technique. Fair enough, right? I mean, in all honesty, you can do it. It just means that you narrow your focus. Don't tell the main character story. Uh, have ha- you can have an epic fantasy idea in your head, and then when you tell your short story, you're following the POV of a small side character. Maybe there's this grand campaign, military campaign, and that's the main story. Your short story, and you come up with that all in your head, but then your short story is based on the cook following the company along. And Neat. it's just a little short story where the battle's going on in the background yeah, yeah, and the yeah. cook's in the back. Yeah. And he's coming up with his next meal to feed the, the soldiers. And he's thinking about, hey, hey how are they doing? Hey, they're, they're being really wounded. I'm probably going to have to really cook the meat extra long so it's nice and soft for them. Because a right, lot of them right. are not going to have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so you could tell nice. a short story of that focus if you yeah. wanted to. So no, like there's that. there's nothing wrong. There's no negatives to a short story. It just depends on execution. Nice. Okay. And would you say the same for longer stories? There can be no negatives there. Disagree, so, actually. Okay. I think long form stories actually do have the flaw of mainly it's more more of a risk of people to ramble ah, yeah, and yeah, go yeah. off on stuff that's not fully fleshed out. Okay, it gives more room for error. Exactly. Ah, exactly. oh, essentially more room for error. That that makes sense to me. Okay. And I, I also know a lot of Pixar, they have those little mini short stories yeah. in between movies. I always love seeing those. Those are so cool. But, man, I, I guess if, if anyone's still listening at this point, we can get more personal on the level of both <laughs> of us. I mean, if, if they're this far in the video, come yeah, on now. But we're both – we really want to publish a book. I, mm-hmm. That's a goal of yours. Yeah. It's, it's my top goal. Uh, it's it's one of your goals. It is. And try, you know we're trying to push each other to get that. So the podcast, th- this is why stories are so much fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of stems from that? Oh, we we eventually want to write something. We're not, we don't have anything published. We're <laughs> working on it, and we're we're not at that level. So we're just those assholes that you know pretentiously go. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. Yeah, we we get to critique uh, without actually uh, being yeah showing up and showing involved, our work. Yeah. So hopefully one day we will be able to, and yeah. not hopefully I I will I'll have a book eventually, whether it's self published or published. And I hope I mean that's your goal, right? That's one of yeah. your goals. Though for me a a, a difficult thing for me to write is really to be able to pontificate about different large events and don't ever say pontificate don't what (laughs) now that we're saying we're writers i'll pontificate proliferate pretentious (laughs) pally poignant just these p words p words are so pretentious (laughs) see what i'm saying all right what were you saying about your uh your p word i can't uh, i have a i have difficulty (laughs) I have Did difficulty I just bully writing. You out of I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have difficulty writing extended sequences of world building. Gotcha. Like I can come up with the idea, but I have a. I was listening yeah. to your story and I found it was like you had a bunch. You were able to kind of go into the world and like give lots of examples and fine detail. And I have significant trouble doing that myself because you think they're all euphemisms. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's when you say that because one of my biggest problems too is world building. I, I have a tough time. Uh, I, I don't have as big of imagination. I think is what the problem is. So I have to mm. really find things and go from there. Got to read more, man. See, it always comes back to that. <laughs> damn read you, more. damn you. It's, I'm right though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's got to keep up with the reading and writing and everything. So 
so a shorter video on today. I guess so. Short, shorter video, but I'm really curious to see if the audience, if any of you like this kind of writing content, maybe. We, I, did you enjoy today's video? In all honesty, what would be kind of neat is DM us one of your own short stories. We'll try and read through them. Yeah. Maybe we'll read one on the podcast and yeah. talk about it. But, Rich, did you enjoy this kind of style? Or I did. You did? Okay. Yeah. After the camera's off, you can tell me you didn't. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hated my time here. I didn't talk enough. <laughs> oh, I talked right. plenty in all the other videos. That's fair enough. All right. And lastly, you know, sorry to mention this again, but our, we're really taking the Discord book club, movie club seriously. So if you guys are interested in that, if not, again, just please give this video a like. That's completely free. We appreciate all of your support. All right. So, thank you. Thanks. Bye, Bye everybody. All. See you next week.